Roll sound, Scotty. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! with Scott, with Liam, with Paul. Hello. Hello. Hello, you people. <laughs> it's been a while. It has. We've had a little summer hiatus, haven't we? Well, you speak to yourself and your problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you get that sorted? <laughs> Got some cream for that somewhere. <laughs> Paul has gentle hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners probably wouldn't realise that we haven't recorded, you say it's for about two months. It's got to yeah, be two yeah, months. Two months yeah. yeah, but the way we've spread the episodes out, and thank you to Stephen for the last episode for recording with us, just to plug a gap as it were um yeah we haven't actually sat in a room together and you know done a recording for nearly two months so hello welcome it's bloody warm we we miss most of the warm weather yeah thankfully it's not as hot as it has been yeah can you imagine trying to record in that that heat wave that we had a couple of weeks back i'd be laying on the floor naked nobody wants to. so it's no different then (laughs) out of the three of us i'm the only one that you'd want to see naked (laughs) followed by scott and then this thing to my left (laughs) I'll jab at the gut. <laughs> so, we were talking off air just a minute ago because we're we're headling, headling, we're headling, hurling, <laughs> and it started. <laughs> started already. Three sips of a pint of Guinness. Um, Half five in the afternoon. <laughs> we're headling. We're headling, hurling towards episode. No, not episode. Film two hundred. Our two hundred movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're new to this podcast stuff, by the way. We, we will we get better, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are 200 movies coming up. We know what we're going to do for that. We've sort of decided where we're going to go, yeah? We've got three more episodes to go. Before then, after we record The Batch of Three, today. Now, I mentioned to you guys, Movie Roulette. Is it working or is it not? It has. In the previous last three we recorded, I think we we chose some good films with lots to discuss. I think possibly the three we're about to record will prove otherwise. And I think, like I said to Paul when we was at work the other week, that I think it might be because it's been so long that we've recorded, Mm -hmm. it's now felt like... Like a chore to watch films that we, like, because I started watching one I chose mm. ages ago, and I think because it was such a long break between, you end up going, back "Well, we're going to get it. back together," and we're yeah. picking like three films that aren't particularly great. But I think, I think it's more when you see the obscure sort of things that it's a little difficult because that's why I say about I still want to try it, 
Okay. Because it throws up things sometimes you're like, oh, fuck yes, I love yeah. that film. Or films you've forgotten film. about. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's just where sometimes it's picked things that, yeah, we haven't got a clue. I mean, yeah. like, See, my, my con- choices were difficult. My concern is that when, when you get your choice, mm. you guys tend to pick it straight away. You'll go, mm. wow, we're going to go for that. Yeah. Perhaps if we sort of like, well, there you go. There's your three do a little bit of research and yeah. see what movies are actually out there rather than just pick ones you know. Or we yeah. do it earlier so we can think all the way through to the third and then decide. So we could do movie roulette at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, because that way we have yeah. three to think about so we can go, that's what we'll go with. I'm sorry, you should stay about this far away from Mike. So, we, so we're talking like, if we were to do movie roulette now at this point of the episode, mm-hmm. is this what we're saying? And then discuss... For, for me, I think that might be better because you're, we're going to have more time to think about yeah. it. Because when we do it yeah. at the end, it's like we kind of want to make a choice yeah. so we can sign off and go, this is what we're going to be doing next time. Okay. And also, it gives the audience a little teaser. It's like, right, what one's you going to pick? They're not that fast. <laughs> yeah, they might be. They they're, they're, they're like, care. is Paul still fucking talking? <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Depending on what film. Is Paul so, ever going to talk? So, <laughs> yeah. whose movie was this one we're talking about today? Uh, are we we're doing first. They won't, it won't. He won't get far on foot. Don't That's worry. He won't get far on foot. That that would be my choice. Okay. So do you want to play movie roulette now, Liam? Um, I would like to, please. Let's play movie roulette. Okay, Liam, spin the wheel. One, six, seven. My favourite number. Are we still doing three spins? Yes, please. So. Okay, one, six, seven, Liam. A movie starring Jeffrey Rush. Oh! Oh, says Liam. <laughs> is, that, is that a Jeffrey with a J or a G? With a G, the guy out of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Shine. Lots and lots of movies to choose Jeffrey from. Jeffrey Rush, yes. Liam's tempted already. Do you still want the two spins? I, I would still. Yeah. Please, please, Bob. <laughs> Spin the wheel. Two oh four. A movie starring our favourite. Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, don't like him. That one won't be happening. <laughs> Fuck we, Billy Bob that's Thornton. Gen- general consensus: we don't like Billy Bob no, Thornton. No, it's just as creepy, creepy. Do <laughs> you know him, Bob? I told everything he knows. Third spin, Liam. Spin the wheel. Two six five. Oh, there'll be a lot of listeners out there who want you to go for this one. A movie starring James Cagney. Ooh. Ooh. Not bad. I shall have a think and have a think. So we're gonna do like you're gonna select the topic and then select the movie at the end of the show. Yep. Fantastic. Tonight's movie is Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Movie roulette threw up. Gus Van Sant, wasn't it, was yes. the topic? Yeah, Gus Van Sant films. Let's play the trailer. We'll be back up. Trailer! 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 trailer. 
last day that I walked, I woke up without a hangover. Ah, pretty groovy day, huh? I knew I had an hour or so of grace before the, the withdrawal symptoms set in. And that was it. Keep them coming, bro. Dexter had mistaken the light pole for an exit and slammed into it at 90 miles an hour. How are things going here, John? I can't move. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's going too well. I'm Donnie, and I'm an alcoholic. My day's been pretty good until I came in here and saw all of you. <laughs> Maybe you were weakened so you could become strong. Something really profound just happened to me, man. I don't expect you. That's really funny, it's you. I draw these for a living, but people get mad at me because of the subject matter. It's offensive. We all have led in our non-sober periods somewhat chaotic lives. But then again, you're not to blame. You're a very special person. You're such a pain in the ass, John. You're right on schedule, sweetheart. And I'm glad you're here. <laughs> hey, it's a fellow artist. Check this out. Well, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I just want you to look at... They published my cartoon, you... Okay, guys. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Probably very, very unfamiliar to most listeners out there. We just sort of discovered this at the end of the last show where we were trying to find a Gus Van Sant movie. Starring... Now, this cast list looks impressive. It really does. That's why I chose it, based yeah. off this um, star list. So who have we got? We've got Joachim Phoenix, Jonah Hill, Rooney Mara... Jack Black for a start. Okay. The plot. Synopsis. After nearly dying in a car accident, the last thing Oregon slacker John Callahan intends to do is give up alcohol. Encouraged by his girlfriend and a charismatic sponsor, Callahan reluctantly enters a treatment program and discovers that he has a knack for drawing. The budding artist soon finds himself with a new lease on life when his edgy and irreverent newspaper cartoons gain a national and devoted following. Before we go into the movie, let's quickly check Gus Van Sant. When that name came up, both of you were pretty much not aware of who he was. No, no. I'd heard of his name, but I wasn't familiar with his work as such. Yeah. It but, weren't till like this and then picking up the sort of films. And like, like you recommended some before, which like I'd seen mm-hmm. ones you recommended, but I think it was because of the cast in this that I thought... What could go wrong? Yeah, I, I genuinely thought... <laughs> I'm going to watch this because, I mean, it had great actors. They're genuinely great actors in everything else I've seen them in. Yeah. And I, gen- I can't fault their acting in other films. There was two that I'm surprised you didn't go for. One, as we just mentioned, yeah. off there was my own private Idaho. I, I blame the fact that I'd probably drunk a little bit too much by that point. Because <laughs> I do like that film. But the other one, which we couldn't go for because we'd already had it. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Which I fucking love that film. Yeah. I've actually watched that more times since we last done a podcast really? than I have this video. <laughs> so, let's start with Liam. Why is Goodwill Hunting such a fucking fantastic film and this one isn't? I think, well, that's the thing with Goodwill Hunting. That was a script given by, the film was 
scripted by um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Was, they, right, yeah. they took it and they got, obviously that was the director that ended up making the film. And I think because it was a raw, it was you could tell it was like a fresh-faced um, new approach to something. This wasn't yeah. like someone said, I want to make a film, what can I do? And it just was brilliant. And they cast themselves in it and how they've done it. And Robbie Williams himself is just legendary. Yeah. No matter what he does, he's brilliant. And I think that's why, because I would never, never would I have looked at the film that we've, we're going to be reviewing mm-hmm. and look at Guru Hunting and say that they were made by the same person. Mm. That, okay. That's, which is kind of great, yes, because like a director shouldn't just make everything oh, God, like, yeah. exactly yeah. the same. But sometimes you can tell with certain directors when you watch them, you go, Oh, you can tell it's that's their a, film. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a Tarantino. Ex- that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, usually a director will have a certain pace to films, or yeah, they'll add a certain or, something or, or a certain cinematography of okay. it. Yeah, two completely different movies. I got a text from Paul yesterday. I was saying I was going to watch this last night. It was the last one of the three that I had to watch, and, and Paul replied, "Good luck. We're struggling. We are talking Mildred Pierce levels here." He said. Oh, see, I don't think Mildred Pierce levels. <laughs> um, I didn't mind it. I think you two really didn't like it anywhere near the level that I enjoyed it. Let's. What what went wrong? What what went wrong with this movie, Paul? What was it? Well, obviously, it's based on a true story. Yeah. So you have to forgive them for making the film because it is. They can't Hollywood Hollywoodize it up and do. Did it come from a book that was written originally as well? I don't know. I don't I think the book was, was written. Yeah, it was based on a memoir. Oh, there you go. Uh, by John Callahan. Yeah. The pace of it was ridiculously slow, and I found it really, really dull. Mm. Um, it, it when it did get to something if slightly amusing or slightly interesting, yeah. it then slipped. Back to the depressing, <laughs> alcohol-driven... It's not a cheery film, is it? It felt... <laughs> it was choppy. Yeah. Was the timeline jumping thing a problem? Yeah. It, and to- the thing is, you can work... Sorry if you jump me You can work like... You can go through... Uh, you can go through like a lock stock where they go for different timelines in a film. You can go to a Marvel film with different... But it just went too quick. And it felt overacted. Mm. Like, especially Jonah. Queen, yeah. Jonah Hill. Well, Queen oh. Phoenix... Superb, because yeah. he can play them sadistic, messed up roles perfectly. Hence why he's in the new Joker film. Yeah. But, yeah, Jonah Hill just kind of thought, fuck off, you prick. Really? Yeah. So I because thought yeah. Jonah Hill was oh, good. I really I hated like. his character. I liked I, Jonah I, Hill. I, I, right, okay. But it, yeah, it yeah. felt like he was forcing dark humour. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's like, Jack Black, he's small part in it. For me, yeah. it, I love Jack Black, and he is naturally that sort of humour anyway. So he doesn't have to force anything because he's naturally yeah. disturbing. <laughs> I, li- I like the Jack Black in the second part of the film. You t- who turned it off? Who didn't watch that, the end? That, that would be me. I, I, I don't. I got about, I think about an hour and twenty into it. So, oh God, you still had about forty minutes to go, Liam. How long did you last with this? I was over halfway through. Mm, so still okay, out. Jack Black comes back at the end. Well, towards the end. Okay. This was the bit that bugged me. I, I liked the film. I thought the performances were great. Uh, Rooney Mara, stunning looking woman. You know, oh, yeah, it was, yeah. it was yeah. all you know. Everything was there. Was, there was nothing for me to go. Oh, I'm not. I'm not enjoying this. You know, there was nothing there at the, at the point. There was one bit that sort of niggled me, and you guys probably didn't see it. 
as he's going through the 12 step program, the AA mm. program, one of the steps is about seeking forgiveness. So he does it like a, um, you know, my, my name is Earl. Yeah, yeah. He writes a list of people that he's wronged. Nice. Right. So he goes around and, and says he's sorry to them. You know, he goes and says sorry to his art teacher for being a prick. Yeah. Goes to a clothing store, for, says sorry for stealing a shirt 15 years ago. And, and, and that was a bit, oh, you know, it seemed a bit too twee, a bit too tacked mm. on. But then I'm thinking, well, if it's a memoir, it probably did happen. Yeah. It's based on yeah. the AA 12 steps. But I couldn't fault the performances, the acting. Phoenix dominates the screen in every scene he's in. He's in every single yeah. scene, pretty much. The only thing, again, that I will dispute is the jumping about the timelines. I don't think it was necessary. It could have been done chronologically. I, I think yeah. I could have watched it comfortably if, I mean, keep in mind, I was watching this when the weather was fucking hot. Mm. So I wasn't exactly in the best of moods, but I started watching it and I thought, Do you know what, I can like this because I like things like offensive cartoons mm-hmm. so the fact he's writing that I'm like fuck yeah and like one of the first <laughs> cartoons you kind of see that he's wrote is like do you know when he falls out of the wheelchair yes. and the kids yeah. pick him up and I'm like brilliant and, I, and then all of a sudden it's like they help him up and then it's back to an AA meeting Yeah. and yeah. then and I was like stop doing this because you start getting into it and you start thinking oh, I could, oh fuck's sake yeah. uh, uh, and it didn't uh, one particular scene that sticks in my mind that annoyed me was um I think it was just after, I think it was just after he fell out of the wheelchair, it then pans back to an AA meeting where Jonah Hill decides to say that uh, he used to only own two pairs of pants and one that he used to piss his shit in. And, and I was like, no one gives a fuck. Shut yeah. up. It's like, well done. And I think, obviously, this is relevant to um, John Callahan's memoirs and stuff, but to watching it in a film that anyone could have played the part that Jonah Hill done. Mm-hmm. Jonah Hill... Is he can do serious and dark humour because he has done many times, but it just he wasn't the right part for that. So you guys didn't get to the part where he gets diagnosed with AIDS. Mm, Jonah Hill. No, I'm no. glad he got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jonah Hill who's a big fan. If you're listening, glad and, you got and AIDS. he explains, you know, where the money came from because he's quite wealthy, mm. and you know, there's a little bit of a background story mm. to all of that. I may go. I may go back and finish it. I haven't tried because I say today I was watching other films, but. I said to Paul as well, I, was like, I don't know if it was just because I wasn't in the mood, it was hot, and in mm. my house it was boiling, and I, just, and I just couldn't sit in the end. I literally had to get up and move around. I was yeah. doing some washing that while I was on. <laughs> so um, that's why I tried. I tried one evening last week to watch yeah. it, got about half hour in, turned it off. I tried again last night, watched another half hour, and I tried again today to sort of get to the end of it. And I can say it, if, I've watched certain films where I've tried a second time and watched it and got through it, enjoyed it even. But to try three times to watch a film and not even get you know enjoyment when you, you, out you know of it, when yeah, to give up. Yeah, it's just not worth the. Can hassle. I read this first review that's on IMDb where someone gives it ten out of ten? What? And it says exceptional, right? And obviously you're going to disagree totally with what this person says. But let's just see from an opposing point of view, okay, what, what this person thinks who actually love the movie, right? Joachim Phoenix and Jonah Hill give standout performance in this amazing movie. Struggling to find anything these days to watch that even rates as value, this movie ticks all the boxes. Pretentious. I'm going to come to that. This is what I was going to point out. The ending took me by surprise, which you didn't see, as the story is based on a true story and that made it even more worthwhile. Although there have been countless films made about alcoholics, their recovery in the AA, this was different. 
This felt as if the viewer was there, not watching a movie with actors. Standout performance with Joaquin Phoenix. I've always thought he was a great actor, but in this he's nothing short of brilliant. What did you say? Pretentious. And I actually said this to Paul because it is a down as a dark comedy type um, film. And mm. it felt like one of them artsy fartsy. Then people that get offended by comedy, but then will watch this and go, oh, it's a masterpiece. And Joaquin Phoenix is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I don't, nothing have I ever seen him in where I've gone, any, sorry, anything I've seen him in, I've never gone, he's shit. He's genuinely yeah. a superb actor. It just, Joan Hill fucked it up for me because, and I love Joan Hill. Yeah. And I've seen him in, um, he was in a film with James Franco that was fucking twisted as fuck. That was a brilliant film. But I was just like, he needs to shut up. Jack Black's role was fine that I saw. It just, the jumping back to the AA meetings, take them out of it or have them at the start. Yeah. Then I probably would have happily carried on and got into it. Yeah. But it's like, when I sat there and I was like, oh, okay. And once I sat down to relax, it's like, oh, back to a shit bit. Oh, I really can't be bothered. And, <laughs> and it is, it's the sort of film where I could imagine people sitting there going, oh, this is brilliant. You probably just don't get it because you don't know. I'd be like, what the fuck? Anybody, for me, I'd, I'd obviously only heard of this because I saw it on Amazon Prime ages ago. Mm. Um, so I just looked it up on my phone and it tells me the fact it was memoirs and it's a true story. So I didn't necessarily need to wait to the end, as this reviewer said, yeah. to find out that it's true. But I, I genuinely think you could make a an alcoholics, a, a film based from an alcoholic's point of view, much better than this there are better movies if this wasn't maybe if they didn't have if they just had Joaquin Phoenix and no other person you know in it mm. then I think maybe people could have but you sit there and the moment you turn and go Jack Black's in it you're going to think was, oh, it, was that distracting in knowing that you know you've got Jack Black and and Jonah Hill and, and I mean that's why I chose we, it yeah mm. well we looked at that cast didn't we yeah, we just yeah. all, all said well never heard of it that looks really good should be quite funny it, um, that's why I chose that film because I looked at it but I was expecting a comedy. Yeah. 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 Me and Paul both said and it. There was a couple of light-hearted moments. Oh, yeah. It? It's not all doom and gloom. And I mean, obviously... It's balance, did it? Yeah. Obviously, it's based on his memoirs, but yeah. it's clear that his memoirs... He, fucking shit. Boring. Yeah. And, and he... <laughs> he obviously hasn't reread them. The, the characters in the AA meetings, he's embellished their characters. He's made them... They're very cartoonish, aren't yeah, they? He's yeah, he's made it's them... A good word to use. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe he did yeah. embellish them because it's cartoon that he can use them as cartoons. Mm, yeah. And that bit, I think, was brilliant because he did his character of John Cannon... John Cannon obviously didn't give a shit and didn't care if his cartoons offended anyone because it was like... So what he said, and I love anybody like that because it's like you choose to get offended yeah. it was purely for me the AA meetings the Jonah Hill bit the false acting like genuinely like he was trying so hard to be dark humour it just I wanted to punch Jonah Hill especially the, the, the private <laughs> AA meetings that Jonah his sponsor yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of the questions they were coming out with about yep. each other there, you wouldn't do that because it was just it was almost like bullying someone into getting upset, yeah, like guilting them. Yeah, and it just seemed very uncomfortable. It was it was because Jonah Hill had gone through the twelve steps himself. Yeah, mm. so that's what a sponsor does. Isn't oh it? yeah, it but it wasn't even Jonah Hill's character. Oh, it right. was. Uh, one of the other guys kept pressing on yes. uh, until he finally and they, the, the woman mentioned that 
all your stories, there's no women in there, and he he lost it completely because of the death of his mum. That's the yeah, thing, and it? it's just well, like, not the death of his mum. He was abandoned, wasn't he? By mum. Just yeah. like you don't see that in any other things that touch on the AA meetings. Yeah. It's all it's all about saying what you feel happy with mm-hmm. saying. It's not badgering people into telling their deepest, darkest secrets. Doesn't Beth Ditto say at one point, if you keep saying, poor me, poor me, it'll be poor me another drink before long or something? Yeah, it? yeah. Good line. Yeah, yeah, that's probably genuine as well, though. I think with like, a film like this, which has all the... Like, if you used to read the memoirs, you'd probably think, fuck, that'll make a brilliant film. Yeah. Mm. But I wonder if Gus Van Sant has made this going, you know, what well, this has everything to be like a follow-on to a... A good rule hunted to make people uh, go saying that fuck yeah, mm. but it failed. Mm. Right, Robin Williams optioned the book and invited Gus Van Sant to adopt it, adapt it, yeah. and obviously because Robin Williams went that yeah he found a cut, and that's the thing. It's the cast. Mm. A film can be fucked up by you choosing the wrong people or the right people to play the wrong parts. Yeah, because maybe if Jack Black had been the AA lead. Oh, yeah. yeah because he can play a, funny, a very yeah. messed up type person because yeah. he, again, he's abused drink and drugs throughout his whole life and doesn't give a shit. So, in real life. So, he wouldn't, he'd be able to do that quite well. Whereas Jonah Hill has openly said in interviews before, he wants to try and stray away from the comedic part because people don't take him seriously. It's like, yeah, yeah but if you, that's why it felt forced. Because right. you can watch like a super bad, you can watch anything ever he's done in the end and and you're like, Joan Hill's brilliant. Do you know what? It it's, just felt it, so His cringy. character, you just made me think, his character reminds me of someone trying to do Shakespeare that's not a Shakespearean actor. Mm. Mm-hmm. It, it's like that forced, over-pretentious... Yeah. It felt like he was trying to channel a shit version of David Brent. <laughs> <laughs> that, I just want to throw in, yeah, I used to shit my pants. Yeah. It's like, okay, you didn't... It's that sort of thing, I mean... I've, I think if I was sitting in an AA meeting sometime and I used to shit my pants, I'd be like, mate, you're supposed to be helping us. I don't care if you have shit your pants. Uh, I'm an alcoholic who still shit my pants. <laughs> so, help. It's that sort of thing. I don't know. I just, yeah. I think maybe a rearrange of characters and I do think that maybe sometimes with any director who's had something as big as Google Hunting, Hunting, sorry, you would, it's like he's chasing it. Yeah. Because he's not had anything close to Google Hunting. From the look since, of, is he? No, no, I don't think there has been. No. And that's the thing. It's like I think every director will always try to chase that. Like, can I get anywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's their grail, isn't it? So mm. I need to. I need to get that again. Do you know how long it take, took to film well, this particular movie? Yeah. One month, which is really, really it's short. Very for, quick for a film. Yeah. I mean, I know there was no that buried. Only took about three weeks to be made. That was brilliant <laughs> <for a month. laughs> yeah, we can imagine that. There was no big. No, sets or whatever no. it was mainly the blooming treatment room or his yeah, grotty exactly. apartment yeah yeah with his poor help having to wash him and stuff mm. <laughs> I don't care how good he's writing comics or not like, I ain't yeah. touching you <laughs> it's a shame because I'm so looking forward to, and do you know like when you have to pick the film mm-hmm. you hope you pick yeah. a film that's good because it's like when we used to pick films that we chose ourselves we know you'd yeah. be like if someone fucking says something bad about the film I chose. <laughs> Whereas now it's kind of like, fuck, I'm saying something bad about the film I chose. <laughs> but I suppose, in, and that's a good thing because it is throwing up something with the um, roulette that you you are going to pick films that you're necessarily going to enjoy, that mm. others make. Like, yeah. you wouldn't pick this film. 
I would have gone for Drugstore Cowboy. Or, yeah, or the one with River Phoenix. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And like now I'm looking going, I wish I had done. But I picked <laughs> a film based on a cast, which just goes to show sometimes you can do that and it isn't always right because yeah. you don't know. It'd be like necessarily picking a modern day Michael Bay. Um, yeah, fuck you. Is it Michael Bay? Yeah, mm-hmm. Tyrant. Picking yeah. one of his films. You're like, yeah, you know it's going to be like Transformers and that like, fucking yeah. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah. Bad boys as well. Yeah, but that's what I mean back then. Yeah, yeah. You pick a modern day one after yeah. Transformers, Ninja Turtle film, Transformers. Yeah. That made Shredder look like fucking a Transformer. <laughs> you don't understand that stuff I was. <laughs> Ten years of my childhood come back and I'm going to kill Michael Scott, Bay. would you go back to this film at any point? See, that's always a good indication for me that when I do my scoring on Letterboxd, if it's three out of five, that's I've watched it, I'm happy I've seen it, couldn't find anything wrong with it, I'm in no rush to see it again. Yeah. Four... Oh, I quite like that. I'd watch that again, five, top of the tree. Mm. This is a three out of five. Watched it, no inclination to go back to it. Yeah. Mm. Although I couldn't see anything particularly wrong with it. Nothing struck you? No, I mean, the performances were great. I can't fault the performances, but you guys are picking the faults a little bit in Jonah Hill, but I didn't mind Jonah Hill. I didn't mind him at all. But it's just you, done. It's a tick in yeah, the box. I've seen if, it. If you sat down one night, go, oh, what do I fancy? Do it I won't fancy be a comedy. Yeah. If or it was a, on telly, you yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, let me. I don't think it would. No, I think I'd turn over to find something else. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, oh, I've never seen this. Yeah. I think maybe when I go through rehab, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How's it for you? So, out of 10, I mean, I'd give it a 6, which is low for me, as you know. Go on. Oh. But bearing in mind what you've marked previous shit. Yeah, no, I, I'm. I'm I'm not going to be brutal because it wasn't an audio case. I mean, but to, to say that you both didn't watch the end is a very good indication. Yeah, it it definitely wasn't a film that I would even tr- probably try and watch again. Okay, I'm gonna give it a generous three. Fair enough. Fair enough. See, for me, like I said, it was a fucking hot day, and I had, it was a very long day for me at work, and it was just. Mm, that's what I say it might have been my mood and because anytime I go on Amazon Prime it still has continued watching so yeah. I may go back to it okay sometimes when, you, when, when you're aware of the pace of a movie and you go back and watch it a second time you expect yeah. you know yeah, what's coming you, you yeah. set yourself in yeah. okay I know I'm in for the long Jackie hole. Brown was one Jackie of those Jackie Brown was that one wasn't it for yeah. you Jackie Brown <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would give it a four out of five, four out of ten um, now. Yeah. Um, I probably will go back because I do think it was more my mood because I couldn't sit still. I just wanted to. I needed to move. And uh, I wanted to say this earlier. Was it the fact that the weather has uh, been so for me um, that sort of thing affects me? If, if it's hot, yeah. if, it, if if I'm uncomfortable, then yeah. Atten- I, I, attention span in this weather yeah. is yeah. If it was yeah. a film like you know like fucking Expendables, I'd have been like. Fuck it, because you don't have to concentrate. You don't have to listen. Yeah, it's like explosion, explosion, death, death. <laughs> but with this, you kind of have to go, what's going on? You, especially with the jumping timelines as yeah, well. Yeah. You do have to keep focusing because you're thinking, hang on. Yeah, because this... it all isn't always clear. It was of... a change of his glasses that I sussed yeah, out. Yeah, the timeline has gone forward <laughs> yeah. or backwards. His glasses changed, his hair changed slightly. And that was, was that a terrible wig or was that... I don't know if that was real or not. I think he actually grew his hair because yeah. it was only last year, wasn't it, or the year before? Yeah. And he's doing the Joker where he grew his hair for that. Yeah. yeah so I think that's his actual hair that he grew for the Joker it. film. Just yeah. yeah. They might have blown it out to yeah. make it look it, back it in just, the eight It years just or. looked a really poor wig. <laughs> but I say I'll give it a four now, four out of ten, but maybe if I do go back and watch it and I'm in the right mood, I'm 
I may change it. It's just right now I want to punch Jonah Hill for that role. <laughs> it's the joys of movie roulette, isn't it? It's gonna, yeah. It's going to yeah. happen. All right, guys, let's take a short break. We'll be back. Hopefully, we're going to work out what we're going to watch it next time. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. Okay, guys, next time has already been decided because Movie Roulette would be for me, and it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie, wasn't it? It was. And I went with Signs. So that will be next episode. Mel Gibson. Locking Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> and Liam, let's just tie up one part of your Movie Roulette. You spun the wheel three times, sir. We got a Jeffrey Rush movie, a Billy Bob Thornton movie, or a Jimmy Cagney movie. What one are you going to go for? I mean, it was difficult. I completely neglected Billy Bob Thornton. As we hoped. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Jeffrey Rush. Films. Okay. And um, we're not going to let on what you're going for just yet. I don't suppose no. you've actually chosen it. Haven't no, you? I, haven't, I haven't chosen one yet. Can going to have a little think. I'd like to see what everyone else would think I would go for. Yeah. Be interesting to see. Given I wonder choice. if anyone could have could listen to this and go. I've listened to quite a few, and I reckon he'd go with. Yeah, that would be oh, yeah. the biggest pile of shit. Yeah, on the list. a, a challenge, <laughs> challenge, finding to, fucking Nemo. <laughs> challenge to the listeners. Yeah, what's Liam gonna choose? I'll personally send you ten pounds of Paul's money if you. <laughs> I will too then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. He's just giving me his account number so I can get what we need. Okay, guys, I'm going to see you next time for science. Cheers, see you soon. Ta -ta. See ya. The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. When you feel down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man said. Don't wear a frown. Try positive thinking. Laugh at your troubles instead. You've got to look on the bright side. On hope so much depends. With your confidence sinking, positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend. When things look black, try positive thinking. Treat every season as spring. No glancing back, try positive thinking. Trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round. But with good, strong, positive thinking, we'll get together and life won't let us down. Shut up, you ugly bitch.
Oh, shut up. We enjoy it. 